0: Windshield time. Let's see. It is September the 14th. It's been nine and a half months from the last podcast that I put up, Windshield time. And to be honest, most of the time when I have Windshield time, I have the kids in the car, and they're just always asking for shit all the time. So what do you want from me? Uh, Man, today has probably been one of the most spectacular days I've had in a really long time. And I've had a lot of really good days on the way back to the house uh, to Lebanon after leaving some Americana festivities in Nashville. And um, the first one I stopped at the Hutton, an analog for songs of the TV show Yellowstone. I've never watched any of Yellowstone, but if you have uh, William Prince and Hayes Carl on the stage, I'm probably going to try to be there and listen. Uh, First time I've ever been in that room at Analog, and man, was it spectacular. A uh, little hack. You can park at the Renaissance Bank next door for the parking, and you walk in the front door, and you immediately pick up your phone like you're answering a phone call, shove it to your ear, and just start talking, uh, and then walk out the the other door, and then just go over to the hut and right next door. Nobody says anything. Clean out there, perfect. You're good. No 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 problem. No problem. At least today I didn't. But uh went to the hut. Beautiful room up there. In a room, And um, got to catch them. William Prince, if you ever, probably not sure if you ever heard me talk about him, the guy from Manitoba, First Nations, just really distinctive voice. It's probably like the second, I guess this is the second time that I've actually seen him live in the last year. So I'm in Indianapolis, full show, and then uh, he opened up, Oh, he opened up for Katie Pruitt, and then this one was good, and then I just got to listening to him on WMOT. He played about 50 Minutes at Eastside Bowl. I was going to go to that, but didn't make it up there in a t- enough time. But damn, did he sound good with a full band. When I saw him live, he was just him acoustic. Such a good songwriter, good voice. And the coolest damn thing I've done in a long time, I uh, swung over to the Weston um, Americana area set up. They had a ballroom area. Uh, the Dropkick Murphy. My favorite bands in the whole wide world just finished an album that's that they're launching at the end of September. It's a full album. They went to uh, Woody Guthrie's museum and worked with his family, and they recorded a whole album of Woody Guthrie songs. And man, it was fucking spectacular. Even as a Mark Murphy's fan, but just as a like fan of music, it was so good. So damn good. They probably paid six or seven seven or eight six or seven songs. And they were all great. They're all new songs I've never heard before. And they're all great. And I'm not just fanboying out. I would tell you if my favorite band had an album that sounded like shit or didn't wasn't really the best. I don't love everything they have. I love a lot of it, not everything. But they played in the ballroom, me and maybe fifty other people. And I just sat there. It's like the whole damn time I tried to keep from getting choked up like emotional, it was fucking so good, I don't know, man, it's like Nashville these days is growing so fast and getting so crazy, and you feel detached from it, or it's like, it's like a, like, you know, like all your friends went off to college and got PhDs, and you're still just fucking hanging out in your hometown, that's sometimes what it feels like living in Nashville, and uh, it's just, to to experience some of these amazing musical things that are still that still happen in nashville on a regular basis is just truly truly special and that was one of them and i'm extremely grateful for that uh so sat down and and listened to that and man they just sounded good and then they had a q a i got up and I asked a question and uh ken casey the lead singer long time founding member and lead singer you know he was up there and answer had a great answer to my question and um after it was over you know a handful of folks went up front he stepped off the stage and was kind of doing a little impromptu meet and greet um uh, with people and just shooting the shit and uh, there was a girl there I offered to offer to take a picture with him and uh I just walked up and shook his hand I said man I really do appreciate you being here you know and what you're doing it just I don't know it just means a lot And I just more just said I appreciate you being here and he goes hey man I really appreciate you answering such a good or asking such a good question. I appreciate that. And I was like, damn dude, you just like took a ridiculously great special experience for me and just put it over the top and um man, it was just fucking one of the coolest days ever. It was really cool. I know I'm cussing a lot, but man, it's just I don't know, kinda of beside myself. Like I am floating. I don't know. Super stoked getting home, hanging out with the kids and everything i shot a little bit of photos and video i'll put it up on my instagram but um still not going to do it justice to sitting in that room just imagine like whatever your favorite band or artist is one you listen to and you never get tired of and you i've seen them you know decent amount of times in concert but to have that experience of sitting 15 20 feet away and them playing new shit that very few people have heard and uh very few people heard or experienced and you're on the front end of that with just and knowing you're one of out of 60 people in the room you're one of maybe 10 that are just fans that just appreciate it and being in the moment and enjoying it and um man that was just something really cool and very special i don't know Uh, the question i asked was um they were talking about woody guthrie and his legacy you know they recorded some songs they're 80 90 years old and I said, you know, y'all talk about Woody's legacy at 80, 90 years old, eighty, ninety years of songs. How does it feel to know that the songs that you're writing and you've performed, uh, think of that legacy of the future of your songs being remembered in 80, 90 years. And Ken just told a story about, you know, their first album, uh, Blackout, about uh, just being happy that it's something that maybe somebody would find in a basement on down the through the years and just hoping that his grandfather would be proud of it and oh man just really cool like i said it's uh i've always been hesitant to meet people i admire i appreciate their art just because that's not our relationship and uh being able to like meet him and just as briefly as that interaction is and realizing that he is just that cool that good of a person and they do so much good stuff with Charity and everything is just, uh, I don't know, harder and harder to come by. Everybody's just got a thin veneer anymore, and I guess this is the culture we live in, but it is what it is. But things are good, man. Things are so good. I don't know. It's not even for any particular reason other than my wife's healthy, my kids are healthy. Leah just got back from a beach trip with her mom, which, who gets to do that? Just one-on-one with your parent as an adult. I don't have to worry about anything. Y'all just hanging out together, you know. I'm sure, a lot of people are thinking may listen to this or don't have those parents anymore, and give anything for that to to know how special it is that someone is doing it and just appreciating it. You know, pretty big deal, really big deal. You know, I guess it's just I don't know. It's uh, if you don't appreciate what you got, you'll never appreciate what you get, and uh, being able to do that in real time now with my, my family and my life uh, it's pretty damn epic you know it is so it's really cool man you know i guess it's a little things. it's like i feel every day when i you know i, I need to do this more of just talking about it but it's, it's just documenting documenting your own legacy highs, lows and all the all the stuff in between you know it's not always going to be this good There's, there will be things that come down the line it happens for everybody you know part of it but it's I guess it's just being self aware enough to realize when things are really good. You know? It's a good ride. Pretty good one. My mom's still alive my dad been able to catch up. You know. There's a lot of people who don't ha aren't fortunate enough to be able to reach out to folks right now they miss or their family or wish to have those conversations and stuff and try to think about that on a regular basis. Who who have I not talked to in a while and who do what I'd like to talk to and catch up with. I caught up with my buddy David yesterday. He's got a couple of kids and man, talked to each other in a while, man. Just a really, really good dude. And man, it's such a good feeling just to, you know, share a meal with somebody and not in any, be any rush to go anywhere or do anything. It gets harder and harder as you get older, you know, especially, you know, be 45 in February you know, I was thinking about how old my thought my parents were when they were 45. Like it's over the hill, but I'm just like, dude, I'm I make it. You know, my my grandmother passed away in June at a hundred. Hell, if I can make it to 90, I'm halfway there. Just like, what are you gonna, do you, you you know? Well, they say um, youth is wasted on the young. <laughs> I don't feel as old as my parents did that I did, that I thought my parents were at 45. That's what I'm holding on to. I'm still trying to sprinkle enough, doing enough dumb shit in the middle to keep me from feeling that old. I don't want to be that old. I don't want to, in essence, to see too many people that have just given up on certain aspects of their life and their health and stuff like that. I don't want to be that guy. I don't want anybody to think like, man, that dude just don't give a shit. I want him to think that, but it'd be in a fun way not in a he just doesn't care about anything anymore so just giving up it's kind of like when you, when you got a you know especially a, a wife and, and kids man you you don't have that choice you know you kind of have to stay on it you have to represent that's why i just say it's kind of a dick move if you got small children and you're not optimistic about the world you kind of have to that's the role you have now you can't be doom and gloom too, too big of an impact on other people, you know, so that's all I got, hoping to hop back on with windshield time a little bit more frequent as we move forward, maybe I should just start getting myself some more windshield time, but good day, this is a really, really good day, cool day to say the least, so uh, I actually feel cool for the first time, I think I bought more concert tickets and or saw more live music in the last 30 days than I have in the last 7 years, so welcome to parenting, waka waka. Neil, signing off, windshield time. Enjoy the ride. Tip your servers. Don't forget about the mints in the bottom of the Sonic bag. While we're on that subject, how come every time you get tater tots from Sonic, there's always a French fry in there? Is that intentional? Is that Sonic policy? That's all I'm saying. I think it's. it's. I think it's, it has to be Sonic policy, because I've never seen it where that wasn't the case. That's so all I got. Enjoy the ride.